Welcome to Raw and Order Botch Along. This week we start Mick Foley Movember. The reason we're doing this is because Mick Foley is the best beard in the game. And yep. uh, this is in honor of Mick, uh, Movember. I am joined as always by our Canadian RCMP Dr. JLB. What's going on, JLB? It goes good, brother. It goes good. Can't complain. Really excited for to be botching along some Mick Foley stuff because this guy is a hardcore legend. And, oh, I can't wait to see his older stuff. And we are starting with a good one. But I do believe we have a special nurse with us today. Yes, we do. We actually, uh, today I got a text message from a very close friend of mine, uh, nurse Stephanie McRatchett. She was watching the, uh, uh, the, uh, under best of undertaker matches. And, and I said, don't watch King of the Ring 98. You're going to be on the show tonight with us. Um, and mm-hmm. so she stopped and she didn't watch this. And so Stephanie, how's it going? What's going on? It's good. Yeah. Way to just last minute be like, Hey, come do this with me. Yeah, well, you know, awesome. yeah, I mean, I, we're, we're glad you're here. Um, this is a very, very cool match to, to have as your first podcast ever. Is that right? Yeah. So, um, that's, that's kind of exciting. exciting. So, the premise of this show is we do botches. Uh, we do a botch along and by what I, I uh, well, first of all, just a reminder that, uh, raw and order is part of the, uh, Tatnus co podcast network. Uh, make sure you go check out the Tatnus co podcast network at tatnusco.com, uh, where you can see Tatnus uncensored. You can see, uh, in the dice box slam with one AEW's very own Nyla Rose on it. Uh, give me another one there, JLB. What do we, what do we got? Um, we got, uh, got basement bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. we got shenanigans, and uh, there's a bunch of shows that are. Some are that I think we're the only wrestling related show on there. So we're the only if, only the one that's only dedicated to wrestling. Uh, Tatnus does some wrestling with his uh, MMA stuff, but yeah, but yeah. So, so that's. So Tatnus Co. Uh, is uh, definitely, uh, yeah, sponsored by Tatnus Co. And uh, we'll get to all the other stuff afterwards. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, this is a good spot to drop Turks and Caicos. Please sponsor us, Turks and Caicos. Uh, Turks and Caicos. Uh, Steph, if, if you want to ever look up Turks and Caicos, it's, it's a set of islands in uh, the Caribbean. Uh, but they have the coolest name ever, and so that's how it ended up on our, on our podcast. And we really want their tourism board to sponsor us. So, really, we just want free trips to Turk- Turks and Caicos. That's all we want. That's you it. really it. enjoy saying that. It's, it's fantastic, Turks and Caicos. Enjoy saying what? what? Turks and Caicos? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> have you said Turks and Caicos before? I don't think I ever have. Try it. Just try it. I will butcher that. Turks and Caicos. Turks and Caicos. Right? Yeah. Right? Golly, you nailed it. It's almost like it's almost like you're a natural of this. Anyway, tonight, <laughs> since we are starting with Mick Foley, the, the premise of the show uh, is Botch Along. Botch Along, we watch matches or promos, as our first promo was, or our first ever show was uh, the Ultimate Warriors excessively long promo. Um, we watch matches that the concept can be a botch. We watch matches where there is a botch. We watch storylines where there's a botch and this month we're watching a person who's uh we watched one where the, an injury was the botch uh 
and and that led us to the idea of doing a guy who um had sustained a bunch of injuries throughout his career (laughs) and with this particular uh match which by the way guys the match we are doing is mankind versus the undertaker in a match exactly in a match that essentially made him the legendary hardcore icon that he is today that's still wrestling fans uh talk about and that is of course the uh infamous hell in the cell match um where he gets thrown off, off the top of the cage by the undertaker and then later on goes through the cage through the cage as well. <laughs> so yeah. um this is a great match it's on king of the ring 1998 go ahead and pause the podcast and look up king of the ring 1998 you're going to queue up if you don't have if you're not doing this on a smart tv or on the computer if you're doing it like on your phone you're going to queue it up at one hour 46 minutes and 58 seconds in that's one hour 46 minutes and 58 seconds uh and we are just going to talk about this phenomenal match uh it really is a great match but it's also um there's a reason they don't do this match this way anymore in fact we just had a hell in a cell and nobody um fell off the top of the cage uh, a couple well, one guy fell off the side um but that's it so um and that was the crappier of the two hell in a cell matches so uh for 2020 <laughs> It was yeah. the women's <laughs> match was way better, and you gotta admit that, Steph. I you, yeah, you I'll agree with that. Okay, I was gonna say you I did know I it. finished it today. I when you told me to not watch this, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go finish that other Hell in a Cell that I never finished. <laughs> How amazing was was that? That was fantastic, huh? I the last match was just terrible. Like I did not enjoy Randy Orton's match at all. Yeah, but the others were pretty good. It was better than the Fiends and Seth Rollins last year, but that that we don't talk about that. (laughs) Kennel from Hell that we did on a botch might have been better than the Fiend versus (laughs) Kennel from Hell is is uh, thus far on botch along has been the worst match we've watched in terms of a match. It was bad. Don't watch. You've never watched it. Don't watch it. Yeah, don't. Don't do, okay. do, do watch it, but watch it while listening to Botch Along. That's when you do that. Um, anyway, so now all of our fans should have uh, everything queued up for King of the Ring 1998 at one hour, 46 minutes, and 58 seconds. Uh, n- nurse, should I call you McRatchet or Stephanie? Would, uh, if I want to shorten that up, which one's better? You know, I—that's up to you guys. Like, I'm. You're not, it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, you've told me a couple times you weren't a big fan of your last name because Dad, it, it, it links you to him. You'd rather, you'd rather be um, Stephanie. I'm my own person. Uh, yeah. Nick Helmsley, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, you don't want to be that, that daughter. So anyway, um, but Nurse, we're gonna give you, let you do the honors of counting us down. Uh, you'll count it down. Three, two, one, and then botch along, or let's botch, well, or if turn it up. Before we do get to that, though, oh, maybe sorry, nurse. Uh, <laughs> uh, before we do get to that, oh, I would just we just like to add a little history. Yeah, so we do a little history. First and foremost, let's just run through the card really quickly. Yeah, you uh, run the card, and then I'll do the. I'll do well. I'll, first, I'll do the uh, rundown of what the card says, and then you can go through the card, and then she'll do the countdown for us. 
So I'll run through what the what WWE says about the card. No, no, no. just just run the notes that I have for the card. It just makes you so do that. Sense. I'm gonna do this thing. I read the thing on WWE. Uh, uh, uh. Why you gotta oh change things? Because there's a girl here. <laughs> there's nothing to do with that. I just made nice oh. notes. That's all I'm saying. All right. But go ahead. King, King, King of the Ring, 1998. Stone Cold Steve Austin puts the WWE Championship on the line against the demonic Kane in a brutal first blood match, which is stupid. Because you can't win a first blood match against Masked Kane. I'm just going to say that. Uh, we already knew who was winning that. Um, the Undertaker and Mankind make history inside Hell in a Cell. Semi-final matches to crown the King of the Ring include Ken Shamrock versus Jeff Jarrett and The Rock versus Dean Severin. X-Pac battles Owen Hart. Rest his soul. Anyway, now you can run to the card, man. <laughs> But what's the point if you just said, okay, either way. So the card goes as follows. As Kayfabe just mentioned, uh, the main event was Kane versus Steve Austin in a first blood. Um, the semifinals included The Rock versus Dan Severin, Jeff Jarrett versus Ken Shemrock. Um, we also got uh, the winner of Rock Severin uh, versus the winner of uh, Jarrett and Shamrock. Um, if you don't remember, by the way, who won the King of the Ring in this year, it's possibly because all you remember is the Hell in the Cell match, which obviously is also on this card with The Undertaker and Mankind. You actually also saw too much before they were too cool uh, <laughs> go up against Al Snow and Head. So pretty much just Al Snow. Um, and Jerry Lawler was the special referee. Um, X-Pac and Owen, like you mentioned. And um, you also had a prompt two match. I think there was two, but I only wrote one of them down. You had the Headbangers with, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, no. Takamichi Noku. Takamichi Noku uh, versus Kai and Tai, which I totally forgot about Kai and Tai. <laughs> For some reason, I remember but, Taka, but yeah, Kai and Tai, that was that's one that was easy to forget for sure. Um, so the there's also a tag match you missed there, bud. Okay, well, that was probably one of the prompt two matches. Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't know. Snap, go Ooh. on. New Age Outlaws versus New Midnight Express. I don't remember the New Midnight Express, so I will actually be watching that after we're done with the uh, the botch along. Um, mostly just so I can remember who they were. Yeah. Um, who won the Rock versus Ken Shamrock? Do you remember? I don't either. I don't. I don't even remember. I didn't even look. I was just doing the notes for the Mankind Taker, and I didn't even look who won that King of the Ring. I'm sure I could give it a quick Google and find out, but I think uh, I'm going to watch this pay-per-view because, um, uh, yeah, it just it's, seems like I'm interested in the Kane versus Austin match, um, and, you know, I guess that's it. <laughs> and obviously, <laughs> obviously Mankind and Taker, which we're doing now, Um so just to kind of just to give you a really really small little rundown of how uh, Taker and Mankind came about, basically started off uh, towards the beginning of the year. Uh, Austin was facing Dude Love at first towards the beginning of the year. Uh, Dude Love essentially had formed an alliance with uh, Vince McMahon. Um, they had two matches at Unforgiven and o at Over the Edge, which of course. Um, at, uh, yeah, at Over the Edge in May. 
And uh, basically, The Undertaker and Kane were obviously brothers of destruction at this point, or whatever. They were just tag teaming now. Um, were they? Well, they, they they were in a rivalry, but essentially, I think this was still the rivalry because oh, this is uh, this is uh, so you had uh, Survivor Series. Well, it's true because they faced each other at Mania, so that's where I got it wrong. So Taker defeated the Big Red Monster in a physical uh, battle. A month later at uh, Unforgiven, he beat him again in the very first Inferno match. That's when Kane got lit on fire. That's when Kane got lit on fire. And basically the reason why I'm bringing all this up is because the two stories basically merged together um, at the Over the Edge pay-per-view when Undertaker was revealed as the guest enforcer for the main event. Between Austin and Dude Love, Austin, of course, would win that match, uh, dismayed by the failures of his hand-picked opponent uh, for the Texas Rattlesnake. McMahon just said, no, Dude Love, get out of here. I want nothing to do with you. And that's when Mankind came back, essentially. He and this got- is corporate Mankind, if I remember right. This is what the one that has the tie and the, the shirt on. Uh, no, that, that was already that Mankind, because Mankind- okay. Dude Love had already left the corporate, right? Vincent wanted anything to do with him because he couldn't beat Austin. Oh, okay. Get out of here. Um, and then on the road to the King of the Ring, Kane would earn the right to challenge Austin, which is why they're having the first blood match. And Mick Foley would return as Mankind. And uh, he basically rekindled his rivalry with The Undertaker in the third ever Hell in the Cell match. Third? Uh, Yes, because the first one was obviously Sean Austin. Survivor Series and Sean, yeah. Second one was technically a Raw is War. um, A Raw is War uh, Hell in a Cell before King of the Ring. Oh, really? It was a tag team thing. Yeah, I actually have it written down. Uh, Yes, Undertaker. June, yeah. Undertaker, Mankind... Ooh, June, July. Yes, Undertaker. Uh, sorry, it was Mankind versus Kane at Raw's War on June 15th. Oh, wow. Just 13 days before this, two weeks before this. Cool. Yeah. All right. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. I'll and have to go back and watch that, too. That's it. And so basically, this is how it all starts. And guys, this is also very relevant, too, and a big, a big thing to happen because guess who was Mankind's first ever feud when he came into the business? The Undertaker. Oh. Well, as Mankind, yes. As Mankind, of course. Yeah, yeah. he had a lot of years of catch chat before this. So, Anyway, which we'll get to later this month. Let's botch along. Uh, Nurse, any, uh, Steph, anything you want to you wanna bring up? I'm still just sitting over here thinking back in the day I had a huge lady boner for Ken Shamrock, but... Oh, Jesus, poor you. Okay, fair enough. Fair right? Enough, I know. don't know what the hell I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're the girl sitting there going, oh, you can put me in your ankle lock. <laughs> probably. No? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Oh. Anyway. All right, are we ready? We're not going to talk about Ken Shamrock. We're talking about two icons. Yes, not- let's do this. Give us a countdown. Well, well, technically, they're all three Hall of Famers, so yeah. they fall into the same category. Yeah, she but yes, the Hall of Famer in another division, though. True. Anyway, and still wrestles. You can go watch that if you want on Impact Wrestling. Yeah, if you're still into ankle locks, he's on Impact. 
And and if you like, like old good. old gray pubes. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead and give us a countdown there, uh, Steph. When you guys are. All right. So we're just going to do it in three, two, one. And go. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So that's it. I might be a little bit ahead because she didn't say go, so I just went ahead and went. That's fine. They're lowering the structure. This demonic structure. And I'm not a fan of the red one. Like, I really liked their... Yeah, the traditional one? Traditional one. Where where they didn't rubberize the cage. (laughs) You've got to protect them. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I get why they did the red. It's different, you know. Yeah, uh, see, he's still corporate mankind. That's not corporate mankind, though. Yeah, he's got the tie on and everything. I don't call that corporate mankind. Corporate mankind was when he legit had a suit. Uh, That's about as close (laughs) as he ever got to a suit, bud. No, 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 no. He actually wore a suit with the mask. At the beginning, he was only corporate mankind like in January, February of that year, of this year. Because by this point, Vince had already. Sorry? That's when he took the title off the rock, was January, February, right? Yes, but that was Dude Love. That wasn't No, it was corporate mankind that took the title off the rock. It was Dude Love. Oh, in the empty arena match, it was. I'm going to light you on fire. We're going to have our first <laughs> infernal match between you and I. Jesus. Missing half an ear. They're talking about him. His, his, his missing ear. So from what I remember, uh, okay, yes, he's leaving the cage. Okay, because I'm like, I remember them starting at the top of the cage. And that's exactly what they're doing. So fun little fact here, guys. I've watched a lot of Mick Foley interviews in regards to researching for this. Mick Foley had lied to Vince and had told Vince that he had been on the cage earlier that day. And Vince was like, so you're comfortable, everything's fine, because he was worried, you know? And Mick, Mick Foley's like, yeah, yeah, I'm good, no problem. This is his first time he's ever been on top of the hell in the cell. <laughs> and he was terrified. Well, wouldn't you be, I mean, this is just chain link, man. For sure. For Look sure. at it slump, you know? <laughs> But, I mean, still, just to do that, you know what I mean? Never been up there. That's 16 feet, 15 feet off the ground. That's uh, I, thought they, I thought it was supposed to be 20 feet. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Oh, here comes the, here comes the best interest, entrance in the biz. Yep. Is it bad when he was throwing that chair up there? I was hoping it was going to miss and, like, spring back and hit him. I was afraid yeah. it was going to hit a fan, so... I'm like, he's not going to make that chair up there, and then he does. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good throw, to be honest with you. That wasn't bad. Oh my God. At the bottom of the cage, so. I want to see if, if uh, it, it looks like he's already stood on the part of the ring earlier. As soon as he got up there, it looks like he stood on the part of the ring that, that he goes through. I don't think it's intentional. Oh, no, it wasn't intentional. The what was supposed Boy, to happen at right that bump? there next to him, isn't it? Holy cow! Yeah, um, it, it wasn't intentional though. What was only supposed to happen, it was supposed to dent the cage, the cell on top. He was never supposed to fall below. Okay, 
So that's why that's is, technically a botch. Is this uh, this is this corporate ministry yet? It looks like it's getting close. Getting like close. Like that's right around the corner. Yeah, it's and not it's closer to Survivor Series. He doesn't have a ministry yet, I don't think. He just he just has a tire that's a lot closer to it. Yeah. Okay. Side note, I wore an outfit very similar to that that was green when I played the Keeper of the Gates at a play in high school. Um, we did the Wizard of Oz. Oh, nice! <laughs> and I had shoulder pieces like that. That's uh, that's my that's my little side note, and I thought it was <laughs> awesome. But my I'm my, gonna uh, want to see pictures of that. My uh, director wouldn't let me cut the sleeves off, so I could look more like Undertaker. And yes, I legitimately wanted to do that. And no, I didn't admit to it when I was in high school. <laughs> For sure. Nice. So Taker's just, yeah, he's giving it to Mick. Yeah, he's he's like, you want to go up? Let's go up, bro. I'm good. (laughs) I think think I've got you by a few seconds. I'll probably pause for... Oh, whatever. I mean, they're punching. Mankind just punched him. He just grabbed the chair. Oh, I think I'm a few seconds behind you guys then. Oh. Yeah, but I'm a a wee bit behind you. That's okay. We're good. Bam, he just smacks him in the back. Again, yeah. You down. son of a bee. Beep. Just, a, just just imagining what he was thinking and just being up there for the first. I literally shit myself. You just now? See? And no, I mean I'd shit myself <laughs> if I was up there. Um Yeah, I was, well, I mean, you're just looking down, knowing full well anytime you could just fall through and break your leg. Well, that's it. That almost happened when they kind of tripped over oh, that. Oh, well, there it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. A little piece of the chain link went loose. Whoops. He's probably up there going, man, this is going to hurt. And, oh. Wow. Oof. That's a lot of weight. Yes, it is. And that's. The phrase everyone remembers, good God almighty, I think he is broken in half. One of the most classic oh JR gosh, lines. Iconic moment. So fun little backstory with that. Um, well, once the help gets out. But fun little backstory with that too. He actually, Mankind thought of this himself. And he had told um, Terry Funk, his best friend, as a joke, like, oh, how can I make this better? He's like, oh, you could get the Undertaker to throw you off the cage. And they both laughed. And then Mick was like, I think that's I could get the Undertaker to throw me off the cage. (laughs) And, yeah, this is definitely... He landed it perfect, though. I mean, he's another eight inches left or right, and, and it causes significantly more damage than it did. Well, I mean, what a second. Yeah. They were going to call off the match, huh? When he was I on mean, the stretcher. When you, break, when you break the rig table, yeah. Taker was like, oh my God, I, is he alive? Yeah. Taker legit didn't know. And literally, because what they were doing is when they were grabbing mankind to leave, they were raising the cage so that they can bring in the stretcher and all that. And they, they just told Taker to stay up there. Don't do anything 
just stay up there. Let us get him out first. Sort of ordeal. Watch so his take, arm. Taker had no idea what was happening, but they they were supposed to leave with mankind, like getting out, and that's it. This match was essentially supposed to be done, like legit. That wasn't a work because everyone was yeah. legitimately worried. Well, if I remember right, mankind comes back to the ring. Yes, of course. He already got his mask off. Oh, oh, that hurts like a son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh. oh, Jesus. It's one of those he's like regretting his choice in doing that. No, he still says he doesn't regret it till this day. He doesn't? Oh, wow. No. The, he is, this one is actually uh, less. This one, he, he remembers this part. He doesn't remember later on when he turns around and goes back up. And he remembers nothing after going through the cage. Right. For sure. He's probably concussed here, though. I would imagine so. Oh, yeah. But if you're going to fall, he fell the perfect way, technically, from that oh, kind of height. I mean, like, it, was, it was back to the table. The table was rigged with, with lots of bounce, which was really good. Uh, he hit the right spot on the table. Like, this is, if you, uh, well, a little bit of the legs were off. Could have oh, taken sure. something from the from the the guardrails to the legs. Could have broken a leg or something. There, I'm, but... I'm 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 gonna throw you 15 feet off into a table, okay? And then you let me know how you feel. <laughs> but okay, I mean, sure? this is he's a it. consummate professional. Oh, yep, they are raising it with him on it. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I mean, just look how different the guardrails are then as they are now. Like that would have hurt like hell back There's then. There's Vince. Get somebody out here. Yeah, if Undertaker sure. was really cool, he'd be raising his hands like he's raising the cage. Yeah, I don't think it's the time to do that. His one of his colleagues might potentially be concussed. Hey, sometimes you, sometimes you got to play the play the role, man. No, no, I don't think so. Look how concerned Vince is. Vince is a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with and, that. Yeah, yeah. But he's a pretty. I got the guy in the dark ear hat, huh? That's pretty awesome. Undertaker literally said he just didn't know what to do. He's like, "All right, I'll just stand here." Um, you know, yeah, just... it's that's a tough call because you don't want to go down and be forced to be to change kayfabe because he obviously is so into the kayfabe aspects of his of his career, uh, but you also don't want to. Well, I mean, he can't go down now anyways. Yeah, now he can't, absolutely. <laughs> but before that, I mean, if you start going down before that, you're going to break kayfabe because you can't attack him. And Undertaker's the type of guy who punches people to get to the people he wants to punch. And that's it. So at yeah, this point, it. Terry Funk is trying to, because, again, I've watched a bunch of that's stuff. That's who was in uh, the John Deere hat. Yeah. So Terry Funk is trying to say, listen, like this match is over. And Mick Foley's like, no, I'm going back. I'm going back. He's like, no, don't do it. No, stay there. We're going to take care of you. Don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. There's the Undertaker going down. Um, and And Mick was like, no, I'm going back. I'm going back. We're not ending. We're not ending like this. 
I think he said something along the lines of, um, I think he even asked how it looked or something. So the Undertaker at this point didn't know what was happening either. He's like, he's going back? Okay, I'll just follow him on up there. Oh, my gosh. So at this point, they're basically just going to do what they had <laughs> planned, essentially, right? So, Well, this is, this is, I mean, that was planned, the throw off the top. So now Undertaker has to so take the guy. this guide. is the thing. And this is the problem. That wasn't supposed to break. It was just supposed to dent. Well, we're not there yet. Oh, I just it got was... there. God, that looks like it hurts. And Taker was also mentioning that he almost fell. Oh. He's like, thank God he was on the bar there when he threw him down. He's like, because if I would have fallen with him, I probably would have killed him. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. And by the way, this is he's dead. This is where his teeth are going up his nose or up his nose. Out his nose, yep. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh my god, is he dead? Oh no, he's moving. He's good. Yeah, he's good. (laughs) But literally, Mark thought he killed him. Yeah, no. Yeah, you mentioned that. That's kind of a cool way to get down there. (laughs) Freaking Terry Funk. Oh, geez. Wow. That's that's a really good move on Terry Funk's behalf. To take a couple bombs and... Walk around like a fish. Like... Here's no, I mean, the big thing is so Taker is known for keeping kayfabe at all times, right? Like, it allowed them the opportunity to find out if, oh my god, the chair was there too. Oh, yeah, oh, geez, that's what I'm saying. So, imagine if Taker's weight on that too, he could have killed him, you know. Oh no, Taker's shirt is that ring is concrete, that's stupid. Well, you know, back then we believed it too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Old school. And, and this is the parts that Mick doesn't remember. Oh. <laughs> so this whole event right now, he doesn't remember anything. <clears throat> nope. He doesn't remember being in it. He's uh, Jesus. Let's get a quick old school, and then I don't even know if he tombstones him to finish it. I think he just choke slams him. Oh my gosh! What? Yeah. Oh. And mankind mentioned and he wanted that. Age. He wanted that close up of his blood there. He's oh. like, I want an iconic image of that because that's going to be memorable. And it was right. For the longest time, it. WWE used that. As their video package. What's that? What's coming out of his nose? It's his tooth. His what? <laughs> no, I mean, that's what we thought way back then. What is that coming out of your nose? It's my tooth. <laughs> Nurse, what would you do in this situation? I mean, other than give up, you know, 
long before you went <laughs> off the top. I would I mean, even to the top. I'd be like, nope, too fat. Gonna go inside. Hey, I mean, keep in mind, four years before, this guy literally fit, still finished a match while losing his right ear. Yeah, like, yeah. that was that was the Vader match. Yep. You know, like you can't even guy... pick up the stairs. No, that's it. He's so injured. Yeah, but I think you just get to a point where you're like, no, I'm going to keep going until I legit can't go. That's it. I like, think that's what it is. It's all... Yeah, he wants he's so adrenaline and like just like... That's it. He's like, if my body just gives up, then it gives up. But I'm not quitting, you know? Yeah. It's, it shows his love for the business sort of deal. That's that's who yeah. he is. Like, he's always done that. Yeah. This this crazy SOB later on in his career decides, you know what would make this better? Tax. The thumbtacks. By the way... First time they ever used thumbtacks. But not the last. Not was the him last. Triple H? Definitely not the last. No, this was the first time Mick Foley... We've ever seen thumbtacks. Did using this? Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> so there was a lot of firsts. He's such a crazy son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Just... And he's like oh the God. nicest guy too yeah yeah he just well i mean he really obviously is a guy who wants to put on the show yeah quite the showman you can tell he loves what he does for sure and what he generally does is get his butt whipped and do crazy stunts so he's still able to use that arm yeah his adrenaline must be going through the roof. But at the same time, I don't think anyone would consider him the GOAT in terms of, you know, wrestling. I say, Not- in terms of hardcore, hardcore there's very yes. few people you put yeah. above him. That's true. Yeah. I mean, not deathmatch, but hardcore. Deathmatch, right. those guys are batshit crazy. That's it. Which <laughs> mankind has done his fair share of two. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, and is it crazier to have C4 blow up on your back or to uh, or to take a bump from a guy with, who's double concussed and gives you a pile driver on a chair? Mm-hmm. That's a horrible That's gotta be it. No. What's that referee's name again? White? Let's... Tim White? Uh, Tim White does not sound right. I don't have a clue. I just know he's not there anymore, obviously. Um, boom. Is that one that was fired recently? No, I think he got fired. As part of the whole uh, Forlo situation. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. So no, exactly what I fucking said. Oh, was it? Okay, calm your tits. <laughs> Recently, like six here, months yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't paying attention because you don't give a fuck what I say. That's all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm watching a hardcore icon on the screen. As you <laughs> so, you know. It is pretty you epic. See if you're not the uh, pinpoint of my uh Well, I, I should be the center of your universe. Wow, yep. look at all those thumbtacks. Yeah, straight up. And yeah. this is the first time we've seen it. 
in WWE. I've already knew what they kind of like seen that in wrestling because I've watched these C dubs. So, oh my god, it just it takes me back to Joey Janela's feet on them. Oh right, yeah, Jesus, AEW. Ah. Here we go. Uh, now I, I hurt already. I hurt oh, already. Oh, man of a claw. Oh. oh, and by the way, the Undertaker has a broken foot in this match. For those of you who don't know. So there's all kinds of botches. Undertaker wrestled in this match with a broken foot. Mankind gets most likely concussed and broken teeth and lost teeth. Um, you know, so this match is all kinds of craziness all around. And these two guys put it on like everything oh, was yeah. the way it was supposed to be. So. Well, and you, I mean, you know, Taker was like, uh... We should have stopped a long time ago, but okay. Yeah. Like, like as they're counting out this uh, mandible claw. Oh, oh, there it is, of course. Tim White. Oh. Yep. Tim White. Yep. Um. Ew. As they're here it comes ah, gee, I just got to the tax. Sorry. Uh, no and then problem. he rolls. Like, I'm just going to add some yeah. more of them into me. Yeah, well, you know, why not? You're already in them. Just might as well. <laughs> oh, and he's going to get choke slammed. What's the dollar amount? Uh, What's the dollar amount for you oh. guys to do this? There isn't one now. Mm-mm. Yeah, maybe Bob was younger. Right. Not even that. Dudes, at this time, both these guys are ten years older than you are right now, JLB. Hell, they're ten three years, years older? older than I am right now. Um, Mick was thirty-five, so he was only five years older, technically. Okay. Taker had to be. Well, no, I guess he'd have been in his mid-thirties. He'd yeah, have been in his mid-thirties. He's fifty-three right now, or fifty-five oh, okay. or something like that. So he's thirty-something. And a tombstone, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus. Uh, How long did it take to pull all those out? And is that even remotely a concern when there's everything else (laughs) that the body needs checked? But that's where I'm like, I'm like, geez, I wonder how long it took to take all those objects out of him. Screw everything else. What do you look at first? She is a nurse I mean, after all. You know, he stitched his forehead first, and then he cut off his boot if his foot's broken. Well, well I mean, you gotta look at it. You can't foot treat foot. everything else till you get the shit in the way out. That's like, true. That's valid because no one's gonna want to touch him with a bunch of uh, tax, right? So yeah, tax are probably first technically. Ugh. Yeah. These two uh, men give you everything in their body. No, no. Undertaker gave you everything in Mick Foley's body, and Mick Foley gave you everything in Mick Foley's body. So, not only was this match crazy, but Mick Foley had recently talked to a UK um, newspaper and had mentioned to them that he was, in fact, still paying money off the injuries that he sustained from the Hell in the Cell. 
He literally said the cell collapsing, uh, the cell collapsing when I was choke slammed still has a fallout for me. I just paid $425 to remove my bottom flipper, which are false teeth, which were knocked out in that cell. And I'll have to pay $15,000 or so to get those teeth fixed. So he is still paying 20, uh, 22 years, nine, 10, well, 24 years, five years later. Off he's paying and getting false teeth, but. But I mean, still. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why he's older, he probably should have had false teeth already. Stop. No, it. I'm just when you when you say pain, I here I'm thinking he's like had multiple surgeries and still paying off the medical bills from all the surgeries. Yeah, of course his body. I mean, he's still paying in in concussion protocol and yeah. And fun fact, guys, his family didn't even know about this the incident that was going to happen. So his family was yeah, like his wife flipping freaks. out. Uh, He didn't call them. He says he usually calls them after the show um, to let them know kind of that they're okay. But he was concussed. He literally said, I was really so caught up in the preparation that I didn't call home before. I usually always call after the matches anyways. Um, I did that on every occasion except for this one. But I thought I had a legitimate excuse for not calling home because I was unconscious. Uh, when I did call, I got an earful from the wife who wasn't thrilled with my decision making. I could have used a sympathetic ear, but what I really needed was someone to tell me that I couldn't continue to do the things I was doing if I wanted to see my children grow up. Uh, and yeah, very valid. And um, now uh, still alive his today. son Dewey. Yeah, he's still alive today. He just witnessed his son Dewey vote for the first time. So, you know. He clearly didn't do anything like that. And Vince had even warned him. He said he thanked him, but he says you are never doing anything like that again. Because one, yeah, this is bad. Well, and he does. He does do one of those things again with a rigged cell and a rigged ring. Uh, Remember, as Cactus Jack, he takes on Triple H later on. Yeah, but that was more planned. Yes. Yeah, that was okay. We'll let you have the iconic moment again, and we'll make sure that the the ring is made out of styrofoam so you can sink through it, which looks cool. Right. But it's actually safer. For sure. So, also a fun little fact. So, Mick Foley has been in four Hell in the Cell matches, okay, in total. And he hasn't won any single one of them. (laughs) Why keep doing them? But has... Basically, his last one was with Triple H, essentially. Uh, was the Jack one? No Way Out, yeah. No Way Out uh, in 2000. So, Absolutely. fun little fact. The man who has put his body on the line throughout all of these Hell in a Cell matches legit ends up not winning any of them. Craziness. Well, I mean, if you think about it, who won the first one? Uh, well, it was Undertaker. Right. I mean, realistically, Kane, who wasn't in it, <laughs> won the first one. Yeah. But I don't know. But that's it. HBK won that one. But I mean, still, though, you know what I mean? You'd think you'd give him a hell in the cell match for a guy who was glorified, especially after. You're getting a lot of background noise. Hold on one second. 
Do we uh do we have somebody can maybe mute? It's not me. I will mute. I'm them. outside, so it's not me. <laughs> it is you. Were you it opening something though? You. Oh yeah, I just opened my door. Sorry. Guys. Oh, okay, no problem. Cool. <laughs> not okay. bad. I know. Oh, good. Uh, so, so that's it's it. Okay. I've Stephanie hasn't done this before. It's okay. That's the benefit to botch along is we can do our own botches. Yep. That's what that was, folks. We're just seeing yeah. if anyone is paying attention. <laughs> anyway. Um, so with that, though, um, yeah. Like a guy who has literally been in four – and especially the first one that he – or this is the second one that he did – a guy who's such, you know, he's infamous for these hell, not, uh, he's famous rather, not infamous, but famous for these Hell in a Cell matches, doesn't even get one of them under his belt. And every time you think of Hell in a Cell, you have to think of Mick Foley. So you think of this, specifically. Time. Yeah, for sure. So, um, it just makes you thankful for that, that source of entertainment that we all enjoy so much. And what these guys will put themselves through to do that. And we mm. still see it sometimes today. I'm not saying to <laughs> that extent. Right. But I think it's not to that extent because we care enough to go, you know, it was cool and all, but it doesn't have to happen twice. Yeah, exactly. Lawsuits will definitely happen. Yeah. It's definitely, though, for sure. So, anyway... Um, Nurse Stephanie, you got anything on this? I no. <laughs> no. No. What, what, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on I don't that muddled by this match? Like, I love that match, and I mean, I think a lot of the reasons he didn't win, he didn't really care about winning. Like, he just wanted to put on a good show. Mm-hmm. It was like, you yeah. know, if they're entertained, that's what I'm here for. If I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. As long as they have fun. That's valid. Yeah. No, and that's true. And I feel like Mick Foley has definitely said that uh, for sure as well. So at least we didn't have to watch him rip out his hair in this match. This is true. Yeah. That was old school mankind, right? Yeah. So I I suppose that's a plus. That's a plus. Sort of. Well, look, I mean, the guy did it for our entertainment, and this is ultimately what people still talk about. So this guy created a moment in history that people are going to be talking about forever, essentially. You know what I mean? He, it's I realized, our first match for him. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you can't go on talking about Mick Foley botches without bringing that one, where the guy literally could have sacrificed his life for. So, Is next week Vader? Is that what we're going to do? So next week... About the concrete? So that's it. So, by the way, it wasn't the concrete. Because I've technically watched it. I know, I'm sorry. Uh, I was doing research again. Um, oh, is that good? So Wait, it technically, wait to give us natural reactions. Well, no, it's still going to be because I'm going to react off your reaction of it. Um, we're going to have to do something with the Vader... A match as well um just because it's not a long match and honestly the quality for the fans isn't going to be great 
because it's not a legit, it's not on the WWE Network. It was a WCW in Munich. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, though, this is when Cactus Jack faced Vader in a WCW tour in Germany. And this is where the he loses his right ear. Yes. And that's obviously a crazy botch um, that we have to go through. And we'll probably do something else with that. Just because it's such a short little video. Um, well, the match itself is somewhat short. But we'll see. But that will be our next one. Because that one, I think, is definitely worth uh, talking about. He tells, actually, TMZ that that is his most gruesome botch that he has ever done. Uh, yeah. Well, he loses the mirror. I mean, mm-hmm. him and Evander Holyfield are the only ones who really know how that goes. Yeah, that's valid. I, I would and say the dude who just or... lost the lip in a boxing ring. That was gross too. That was disgusting. Look that up. That was recent. And you legit see the referee pick up the ear. So guys, I cannot wait for you guys to botch along with us for that one. Cause it's uh I mean if you're squirmy, maybe don't watch it. But uh it's really bad footage, so you won't really see much. <clears throat> yeah. Ugh. Anyway. So uh, this has been Botch Along, part of the Raw and Order uh, network of shows. Um, I am D.A. Vincent K. Fave, which means you can also find me at D.A. Vincent K. Fave on Twitter. You can find JLB at JLB420. Real Talk Radio is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Anchor.fm slash RTR, uh, where you can find me all the streams, Spotify, uh, Apple, Stitcher, Anchor, obviously, and a bunch of others. Um, and realtalkradio.online, a website that's still not updated, but I'm still going to promote it because, hey, I have it. So that is that. And perhaps you could find Nurse Ratchet on a certain social media. There's Mick Ratchet. Mick Ratchet, excuse me. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she might have some, some social media down the line. I don't know that she has anything set up for podcasting. So, um, I oh, don't. True. I might have to do that. This is something new for her. So, Oh, it's uh, true, because you sprung it on her. Way to go. Yeah, dang right. Spring on I mean, he... right. He brought it up a couple months ago, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this yet. And then today he's like, no, you're doing it. Oh, I mean, what better first experience than just a botch along? It's simple. It's easy to do. We make mistakes. We have fun. We watch other people make really bad career decisions. Um, (laughs) Yep. That involve tax and tables and cages and real bad promos. Noses through or teeth through noses and yeah, real bad promos. Yetis. We use extemporaneously large words that don't make any sense. Have you ever watched the Ultimate Warrior promo in WCW? McGratchit? I have not, so I might actually do that tonight. Yeah, it's uh I mean it's yeah, it's it's something it's, uh, to at least. 19 minutes. <laughs> if you want to know how not to do a promo, that's the one you should definitely look at. <laughs> that or or uh, maybe a Scott Steiner math promo, but those are fun. <laughs> Thirty-three and a third chance of being better than you. What? <laughs> that's Scott Steiner for you. 
Thank God he was a good wrestler back in the day because he really <laughs> became a piece of crap afterwards. Um, yeah, and that's your botch along for this week. Um, we Remember do... to give to uh, like, share, and subscribe. That's the best way to support this uh, podcast group. Um, join us on Sunday. To... Well, Sunday night and Monday is when it'll go live uh, for Raw and Order. We're going to review AEW's. Yeah, full uh, full gear. Is it full gear? Yes, it's full gear. Um, and there might be a potentially new person that we're gonna see at full gear, a surprise guest, and uh, we might have to feed him more wrestling. Dun dun dun. Um, Are you serious? Did they sign Ryback? Ryback is all elite. It was just announced. So. Oh. Yeah. So we will see if he shows up. Um, well, tonight, I guess, since this is going to be, uh, put on Saturday. Um, yeah. So we shall see what happens there. So we'll be doing the full gear review, but they still have to follow raw and order, bud. Where do they follow them at? They could follow them on Twitter at raw oh, yeah, WBU. Yeah. Or they can go to our link tree, um, which will give them links to our Wix site, um, the, the link is in the doobly doos, uh, for, to the, the link tree and all the other stuff that we have available. Um, as well as you can look at the link on the pin tweet at raw and order WBU. Um, also check out raw and order, uh, I'm sorry, shop.spreadshirt.com backslash raw and order WBU. Uh, check out our t-shirts there. I know that I love to sport my not a cop shirt on a regular basis. Uh, did you get yours this week? I still didn't get it. Because I feel like I'm going to get it at the end of November. I feel like for Christmas, I'm going to be handing out some please sponsor us Turks and Caicos shirts. <laughs> uh, also, make sure to go to the Turks and Caicos tourism board. Tell them that you heard about them from us so that they'll give us some sponsorship. Because <laughs> we want a free trip. That's really all we want. Just one trip. One trip. So, uh, I, don't even, I don't even know if there's a, a, a Met... Um, you know, or, or and whatever. Look, I mean, and, and at the same spell. time, if you guys don't want to like, share, subscribe, which you should anyways, and you want to actually support us so we can go to a trip perhaps on Turks and Caicos to personally meet them uh, and tell them, hey, guys, sponsor us already. You can go to our Patreon and uh, it's only three dollars for uh, a month to basically be on uh, you know, a botch along, a raw note or WBU, uh, uh, to review one of the pay-per-views with us or whatever have you. And you get, they a actually get access to our discord server where we do the pay-per-view reviews. So yeah, that's, that's really it. cool. That's really awesome. That's something and... you can't hear on YouTube or, or Apple podcast or Spotify or anything. You have to have be on Patreon to get to the discord server. So, um, Five, oh, the the last piece to this is five stars. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Um, go to Apple, give us five stars, just like I don't the know, number every of fan who's ever watched this match. Yeah, just like the number of stars Mick Foley has seen in this matchup. Oh my lord! <laughs> Divide that by twenty, and then you have the five. He saw a hundred stars, man. It's it's wow. <laughs> Yeah. Unbelievable. So we thank you for joining us for Raw and Order. Um, 
wrong order botch along uh nurse stephanie mcratchet nurse ratchet thank you um it's been a pleasure having you on here i hope your first botch along was exceptional it was a blast oh good good and uh jlb as always thank you and uh i guess this is where i'm supposed to say good night (laughs) yeah is that your ending that's how you're gonna say good night well Are you actually going to say goodnight or just say that you should say it? Well, it might not be nighttime. It could be daytime when people are listening. So, goodbye. Jesus, hold on. You still are horrible at ending it. Guys, thank you so much. That was exceptional. That That was was exceptional. Exceptionally bad, maybe. Guys, that's a good one. Thank you so much for being on, listening to another Botch Along and botching along with us. Until next time. Ciao for now. You fucking said ciao.